I'm David Cross, and you may know me from my election integrity work, but I also own U.S. Asset Management, a family-owned and operated investment advisory practice. I'm a certified portfolio manager, and my job is to help you make better decisions with your money. One of the things we try to avoid is investing in companies that push the woke agenda. If you're invested with one of the big firms out there, there's a pretty good chance that you're feeding the beast that hates your values. Our company is 100% conservative, and we'd love to have an opportunity to work with you. Check us out at us-am.com and look for our big, proud American Eagle logo. Hello, it's been another crazy week uh, here in the U.S. and abroad, and we're back on Pacific SITREP with Colonel John Mills, our co-host. Welcome, John. Thanks for coming on early this morning. Hey, always an honor to be on this show with you, Todd. Thank you. So let, we've got several subjects. We, the world is blowing up with what's going on in the Texas border, but we want to talk Taiwan and other things. But let's start with Texas. What are your thoughts there? Oh, this is so important. And I want to give a shout out to Kevin Freeman, mm -hmm. who uh, him and I have been strategizing on, on this topic for a long time and actually getting the states to work together on, on suing the federal government. Now, it's been working with Missouri. You know, I have a big stake in Missouri, Louisiana, and the Texas mm -hmm. cases in front of the Supreme Court. Those are both about unlawful targeting, silencing and censoring of Americans. But the border is another great example. And it looks like we now have at least half the union supporting Texas. On uh, Texas has tried to deploy uh, border barriers both across the river. And this there's a specifically a park, which I believe is a state park, mm -hmm. uh, where they put up uh, border obstacles and barbed wire. Now, there was a, a temporary ruling uh, that uh, from the Supreme Court that uh, they could take it down, but this is by far not over. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, this is how it works. The states must, the, the states must work together on this and uh, work to uh, 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 keep the federal government in check. This is how it works. So I have a... Uh not a question, but a concern. So, you know, we're very involved in Georgia with the Georgia record and Brian Kemp is not working for the people of Georgia. He's over in Davos. He's working with someone else that he's, he's, there are plane full of immigrants landing in at Hartsfield in Atlanta routinely. It's a big problem. He's essentially allowing that invasion to continue right. in Georgia. Yeah. Right. yeah. Okay. 10 hours American flag waving YouTube. Cool. Sorry, that times out. I hate it when that times out. It turns to a black screen. No worries. I, I was just saying, you know, Brian, Brian Kemp is talking a big game about we're going to help Texas, but he's not doing anything on this subject for Georgia. So that concerns me, along with DeSantis, who has been shown to not be, you know, as doing exactly all the all the time what he says, says he's going to do. What are your thoughts on these governors? Well, I Georgia baffles me, but mm -hmm. it's it's corruption in the state. In the end, it's all about Fulton County in Georgia. I can't fight for Fulton County. You can't fight for Fulton County. Only the, the only people of, uh, that can fight for Fulton County are Fulton County residents. And they've got to figure out 
what's going on and they've got to hold people accountable get the right place people in at the at the republican party at fulton but and if fulton's going to be dirty the other counties need to rally together and outvote in the state legislature that's how this works that's how this works and we got to get smarter on this game uh but yeah uh, kemp is dirty and of course, you know, they, 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 they've spiked and hidden the evidence of fraud in the 2020 election, willfully hiding the fraud. They just showed uh, in the first time in court, um, oh my, uh, that professor, I, I've given Alderman. Alderman, mm-hmm. you know, he demonstrated first time this has been done, done in a court proceeding. He's been able to demonstrate the weakness of a voting machine. Okay, he is, Halderman is the expert on the voting machine. And he demonstrated how easy it was to change, uh, change votes. I think that was very important. But Kemp, uh, I, you know, he's, a, he's an odd bird. And like you said, he's going to Davos. Um, Georgia is a red state, but we gotta get the citizens of Fulton, uh, gotta get them off the couch and in the game. We've got to get the other counties in Georgia to outvote uh, Fulton in the uh, in the state legislature. So we're working on that at the Georgia Record, georgiarecord.com. But let's talk more about Texas. Uh, Biden issued a 24-hour ultimatum. Ultimatum. What do you see him doing? Send troops in and, and kill Texans. <laughs> well, and there's also been uh, there's also been hints in big legacy media that. Oh, he should federalize the National Guard as if this is the same as Governor Wallace blocking black students with his National Guard from entering the the school system. Uh, No, this is about defending America, the job of the federal Mm -hmm. government. Mm -hmm. Uh, So this talk about federalizing the National Guard, this is the tipping point. This is the battle. I believe me, watch this space. This is going to set off. This is going to set off. We're either going to have a clean election in November uh, or we are going to break down into something else. And this is this. This is it's smoldering. Uh, the Biden team just threw gas on it. Well, it all, it's almost like they want it to happen. It's almost like an excuse, you know, so that- I don't I don't think they want I don't think they want a, a civil unrest on this. But that's what they're going to get. And, uh, you know, they're not going to January 6th this. You know, they're not going to try to play that game. Uh, or they're, they're, they might try, but it ain't going to work. I mean, this is so clearly we saw in New Hampshire. What was the what was the polling on what was the number one issue from the uh, citizenry during the New Hampshire primary? The border. Exactly. Okay. And this, this is a Pacific SITREP issue. Why? That's our first line of defense, our, mm-hmm. our, our homeland against the Chinese invasion, which is going on. Every day, fentanyl, trafficking, drugs, the whole thing, terror. So let's move to the Pacific and Taiwan. Um, you, you wanted to talk about arms sales in, in Taiwan. Yeah, we have a $19 billion backlog. 19 And, and so, it, so an analyst at the Cato Institute showed that Taiwan was essentially, uh, they were the, the slowest in receiving weapons in, in arms sales. These are oftentimes weapons they've actually already paid for. Uh, so this is ridiculous. It reflects a weak industrial base. And again, I, I really, 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 I just put out an article in the Gateway Pundit about this here. 
people confuse, you know, because we have a woke, corrupt military leadership, they, their conclusion is ergo, the military is bad and must be, uh, we must not have a military. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. you know, that's constitutional. It's mm -hmm. just like Bible, it's constitutional, gotta have a military. A military is a good thing. A military is necessary to build up and deter the overt actions of China and the whole cast of characters, the Moss Eisley Bar that are trying to kill America. And that includes Russia, that includes uh, Iran, that includes Venezuela, that includes North, North Korea. Um, and so I think the intuitive answer with Taiwan and having just come there, uh, come from there, the intuitive answer is to license these, the, the, the war material, let them produce it, let them produce it. And also, by the way, give it back, sell it back to us because we're short on like HIMARS. There is like a huge, I mean, on all HIMARS production, um, I'm not giving away a secret, you can find this, is, is, is out of Arkansas, okay? They're trying to ramp up both the launchers and the rockets, okay? And that's, those are, I believe those are Raytheon products. Uh, it's, a, it's a red state, it's a good state. We need to build up HIMARS. We need to be giving HIMARS to everybody, okay? That's deterrence which prevents the big war, okay? The immediate tactical war is the border. But the big war is what we want to deter and prevent until mega wins in November. Let them produce it for us. They can, and it'll that'll help them. It'll help us. It'll help mega. Is is the Biden administration delaying these weapons, or is it just a, a production issue? Uh, well, I think for years, deep staters have always slow rolled uh, deliveries on Taiwan, uh, regardless. So even during the Trump years, and it, you know. Um, uh, Randy Schreiber was kind of the, the, the ASD for uh, Pacific Affairs, uh, uh, was it a state or Department of Defense? Even he, I wasn't always crazy about his comments. He was always, uh, you're buying the wrong kinds of weapons. I mean, come on, Randy, Randy, they feel these are important, you know, and it, now that they have massively increased their defense budget, if you look at the numerator over denominator, they have money for prestige weapons, which are important. They have money for prickly weapons, which are also important. Mm -hmm. So it's it's been a systemic issue. I don't. The Biden team is 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 serving multiple masters, which that's for never sure. good. Okay, that's that's wrong. Uh, but also, our industrial base sucks. Okay, but it's years of listen. If you're an investor, are you going to go into the Sono buoy business? Or are you going to go into the software business for the retail market? Right. right. You're going to go into the software business for retail markets. Sono buoys, you know, we had a crisis 10 years ago. Sono buoys, those are necessary for searching for enemy submarines. Vital. There was one maker and they were going, they were essentially shutting down. The, the owner is just, you know, I'm retiring. That's it. There's no more market from you're the only buyer. You buy a hundred a year. You know, there's this is not a viable business model. <laughs> okay, so so many components, and in the in the, the glory years of Eisenhower, Kennedy, I, I don't want to say Johnson, but during the you know the Reagan years, we we still had a lot of the original World War II base to rely on, and we were buying in much more efficient quantities. Now it's just horribly inefficient. There's in so many of these situations, there's only one maker 
And, and if, but I thought Trump increased the budget so much that uh, to take care of these issues. Where did all the money go? Well, where is it going today? Ukraine? It takes a while to spin up mm -hmm. and still the flow of this, the flow of the now. Hey, guess what? Biden has massively increased the budget. Where is it going? Mm -hmm. It's going all over the place. The, the system, because of CEI, DEI, CRT, the organism called Department of Defense can't receive the funds, digest them, and properly deploy them because you have a mush-headed staff that doesn't even know the operational art of how to build the best military in the world. Why? Because there's... They're so focused on DEI, CRT, nasal gaze, you know, you know, navel gazing, and all this craziness. They don't. I don't know. We would give this We just give some of it to Ukraine. Where's it going? I have no idea. You know, it just, yeah. it, it, it's just. It's and now we have an inspector general who is the DOD inspector general who says right off the bat, I'm just glancing at this. A billion dollars off the top of the top of, is 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 gone. And, and just the absolute, we need to hold a trial, an accountability trial for all the, all the weapons left behind. And you know who deserves to be, uh, you know, uh, the first person to be charged on the, uh, is Millie, mm -hmm. who, oh, by the way, I think you spotted him at Davos. Yes. Okay. Yes. So Millie, uh, just egregious, you know, these, these, these four stars, they, 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 they think, well, I know economics. That's a sunk cost. We don't need those MRAPs anymore. We're we were literally not just leaving at Bagram. We were pushing them off of ships into the Indian Ocean. These are brand new vehicles. They say they're non-standard types. They're not part of our unit structure. It's cheaper to just throw them away. It's like, throw them away? No. Now Ukraine happens. We could have brought these back, put them into storage, and then said, okay, Ukraine, you need some resources. The MRAP is good enough for right now. This is this just this is where we but they'll go, oh, it's a sunk cost. They think they have a, an MBA from Harvard or something like this. Yeah. Yeah. So reminisces harkens back to the Vietnam War with uh, who was the sec def then? Um, I mean McNamara, McNamara yeah. and West Westmoreland in Vietnam, you mm -hmm. know, they just no matter what the question was, we need more in Vietnam, more in Vietnam. What's the strategy? Doesn't matter. Need more in Vietnam. We need more. We had the, an incredible, credible foot down. What do you need? We need more. Okay. What's the strategy? Doesn't, I don't know what the strategy Just need more. Yeah. Anything else, John, that you want to get out to the audience? Now that's it for today, Todd. Thank you so much. All right. We'll see you next week on Pacific Rep. Thank you for watching. Welcome back to Information Operation. I have the pleasure of sitting down with a, a former and I guess kind of current military man, Doc Pete Chambers. Thanks for joining the show, Doc. Appreciate it. Hey, it's great to be here, brother. It's a, it's a great morning in Texas. I can believe that. So you, I, I know you've done a ton of media and I want to give you a shout out for doing this with us. I really appreciate sure. you taking the time. I saw you on Tucker. Um, so most people don't know what this convoy is about. Why don't we just start from the top? Tell us, tell us what it is. Yeah. So this is a grassroots project that really just kind of fell on my lap from some of the organizers called me and said, Hey, you live in Texas. Yes. Hey, do you know, you know, the, the local flavor? Yes. You know, what's going on the atmospherics? Yes. So can you help facilitate really as a liaison? I'm not really an organizer of it. But I'm a liaison, and that's really how it works. And I know all the law enforcement in Texas, so I'm going to help them bring this convoy, which is a grassroots project to shed light on the border 
as to the illegalities, the unconstitutionality of an open border policy and, and how it really is. It's, a, it's you know, as these people are being used as pawns, it's not humanitarian. There's nothing humanitarian about that. I mean, I'm the guy that was on the ground looking at bodies here and there yeah. throughout the periphery of Texas, uh, floating down the river, all this stuff. But it's also, it is an invasion. And that's the important thing to understand here because that's that's the alligator that's closest to our canoe right now, the yeah. invasion. We got to remember that that's what this is. We can go into all kinds of reasons why I believe that, but it's not just me that's saying that. Anybody that has a, a lick of sense that understands geopolitical all the way down to tactical level operations, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see this for what it is. I mean, there, there are multiple uh, lines of effort in this thing. So that that's... That's the big picture, 40,000 foot view. And so the convoy is starting when, where, how do yeah. people get involved? All of that. 29 in, uh, it's going to start, it's going to kick out of, uh, let's see, I'm trying to remember, Virginia Beach. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I was told Virginia, but it's Virginia Beach. And then it's going to move down the coast and it's going to come across and it's going to have three different anchor points to it. So there are three separate, because some people will be coming from other places in the country. Instead of, you know, they live in California, they're not going to go to Virginia first. So San Ysidro, California will be an anchor point. Uh, Yuma, Arizona will be another rally point, anchor rally. And then uh, for the people in Texas, it'll be near, but not in, Eagle Pass, Texas. And there are several reasons for that. Mm -hmm. There are current operations going on with the Texas National Guard, my last unit that I left out of. uh, And they're, they're, they're running operations down there on Operation Lone Star, protecting the border. Uh, occupying the the municipal property, which is called Shelby Park. It is not federal property. And uh, they've taken it back, and not by force, but they've they've occupied it in a sense that uh, there was a legal battle. Although Mm -hmm. I don't agree with the the way they did the legal battle, Hmm. there's a legal battle. And so that's what's being argued over in the courts. And uh, that's what you said the 29th of February. So it's a month from now, or is it starting? I thought it was starting shortly. I said February. 29th of this month. Oh, no worries. I just wanted to make sure our audience knew. Yeah. Knew. Well, yeah. Otherwise, we got a long, t- lot more time. Yeah. 29th. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm tired, brother. It's been a long night. We've been all good planning. Uh, yeah. The 29th of this month. And then the 1st of February, we will, we will anchor here at the first location, which is going to be here in Dripping Springs. And then we'll move on down to the uh, border on the third. And all of those points that I talked about will, will link up on the third at those different locations. So uh, let's just get right to it. Laura Logan and others have been saying, you know, they're going to be tracking you. This is another J6. What, what do you think about all that? What, what, what's the plan to deal with that possibility or is there one? Yeah, I, you know, and I love Laura Logan and Michael mm-hmm. Yan. They're both out there saying that, uh, you know, that's what this is. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, if you, if you told me that, uh, hey, you're going to Afghanistan and there's possibly people with guns, I would expect that. Yeah, yeah. of course that. We're, we're, that's what I'm doing as a liaison. It's just bringing light to these potential situations. Yes, that that's possible, but we don't live in a spirit of fear. And, right. and actually it's interesting, Laura Logan will be here at the rally herself. So, you know, sometimes people say things to get more likes or whatever, but I, I think that, I don't think in her case, she's doing that. I think that she is, uh, she is a realist and uh, mm-hmm. she, she's hardcore. She and I have gone head to head on some issues in, in love, out of love, uh, you know, we're friends, but uh that, that's important to bring that up because uh, the, the, I suspect that there will be infiltrators. I suspect mm-hmm. they'll look for any way, but this isn't Washington, D.C. This yeah. is Texas, by God. Exactly, exactly. So uh, if people are interested, where would they go to find out more? 
takeourborderback.com. That's the best way to look at it uh, right there because it gives you, it lines it out in detail. And, and a lot of this is just kind of solidified over the last 24, 48 hours. Mm-hmm. And people could help financially there because there's costs. Yes. This, right. Yes, sir. Yeah. There's yeah. a, there's a give, send, go. And uh-huh. uh, it's, it's on the link. It says, you know, down at the bottom, you'll see a little link there and you can go to uh, support it. Yeah. Let, let me ask you, uh, this is one part of Texas, but it's a huge border. There's other states. What, what, what what's happening in texas on the border as far as actually preventing people from coming across is this going to make a difference or or what what do you think i don't think the intent is to prevent people from coming across in this particular yeah. event because this is yeah. just a shed the light upon the subject but uh, i believe that it will do a few things one it will embolden the demoralized soldiers of the texas national guard very true. This, yeah. this operation has been going on for, for a while now. This is since 2022 that I was connected to the very beginnings of this particular Operation Lone Star. Texas has had multiple deployments to the border, but mm-hmm. this one has become, uh, and it's waxed and waned in the numbers, but uh, and that's an operationally secured number, but just say that there's this is the largest deployment of U.S. Uh, American citizens on the border since the Spanish-American War. Mm-hmm. So we have we have quite a bit of assets in the state of Texas in general, but uh, there's a lot of a lot of that that's pushed down to that location. Now, uh, it's like looking for a needle and a stack of needles down there sometimes when you're dealing with the number of, of migrants that are coming across and they're they're illegal. They're humans. Yeah. I got it and I take care of them and I love every person that I deal with. What I don't love is people that are doing nefarious things. So this mm-hmm. is how it looks. Guns, drugs, uh, human trafficking coming north, money, sometimes guns, illegal guns to take to the cartels coming south. This stuff is passing back and forth every night. That's what we looked at down there. That's what our job was. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, the Border Patrol's job is to handle the immigration situation. It's illegal right now. It's overwhelming a system and it's causing chaos. And in that comes the nefarious actors. That's what I would do. I would look for seams and gaps in an operation where I could do things. And so what happens is in the city of Eagle Pass, there's a lot of optics on that. And that is a lot of optics. The border response has been mostly optics. The governor has has just done that. It's it's a political uh, solution. Mm-hmm. And, and they use the legal solution, right? Legal, the word legal in court. That doesn't stop people from coming across because of waves of human osmotic pressure that are coming from other organizational uh, support with other organizational support, right, all the way down to you know Latin America and elsewhere. All the way to Latin America, all the way to the we've got 120 to 150 countries that are being represented coming across that border, um, and uh, and they're getting support from organizations, some of which exist within this country. So we have to understand that we can't go up against that sort of money, that sort of support, and that this pushing. I mean, wars. Wars and famine and pestilence cause or can be factors in regime change. And this is these are techniques that have been used throughout the ages. And sure. as a guy that's trained in unconventional warfare, foreign internal defense and war in general, I know what it looks like because these are the precursors. And the end yeah. state of those things is regime or, you know, Rome fell. I, you know, and I hate to be as blunt as that. But that's what that is. So that's the intent here. There is an intent behind this. And the terror, you know, prospects that's been raised this week. People who want, may want to support this may want to realize that the the terror aspect is something a whole nother level that's possibly or 
probably coming in the country and being dispersed around and you know cells put in place that kind correct of yeah we we know of those i mean i work at a think tank in in central texas now we're actually more of a do tank obviously because we're mm -hmm. we're moving i'm on the border with a horse or you know, mm -hmm. atv or whatever mm -hmm. and i link up with other people it's not just me you know we have uh, jason jones um mm -hmm. ben burkwam todd mm -hmm. bensman center for immigration studies these are partners with us in, in this whole thing because we do care about this situation uh and that's what things like this do you know i don't I don't necessarily get up to think how many likes do I get today on my on my Twitter. What I do is I say, how do I get this message out? Because this is an information operation. Now, I'm just Definitely. the face of this for, for my particular guys. So the do tank that I'm in, that's our purpose is to make sure we shed light, but also that we advise and we do local municipalities, uh, law enforcement, the governor's office. I mean, we we do work together. It's just that uh, sometimes we don't agree on the process. So is there anything else you want people to know and, and how can people follow you personally and, and uh, see what you know for me? Yeah, for me, it's just uh, drpetechambers.com, drpetechambers with an S.com. And uh, you can go there and find the other links. I, I think, uh, you know, for me, my, my site is more of a lines of effort page, mm -hmm. basically. Like these are the things that I'm working on and I want you to understand. And then I want you to see if you can weigh in and then where mm -hmm. you can plug in to help because this is the country's been uh, captured in a yeah. sense, in their hearts and minds. And so the way to get out of captivity, like in Seer, when you're in survival, evasion, resistance, and escape course, is you learn that the little- Been there. Yeah, <laughs> I figured you had. That's uh, the little victories that will let you return with honor. That's the point. Because that true. the little victories collectively, if my whole camp is doing that, I was a senior ranking officer. So the, that guy gets it the worst, but he also gets the most training out of it, you know, the value. But it's the little victories of your whole crew inside of that camp that's going to bring you through it all and maybe escape, maybe. And that's Definitely. where we're at. Doc, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate it. Yes, sir.